0: It's the end of the year, it's the end of a decade, it's the end of an era in many ways, Uh, but it's the end of our podcasting year. This is the Learning Geeks 2019 Recap and 2020 Forward-Looking Reflection Show, starting now. I don't know if you actually do have a forward-looking reflection.
1: I just—it's <laughs> <laughs> a reverse we mirror. I can do that. It
0: sounded okay. It sounded yeah, we okay. We'll yeah. leave. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a—it's a mirror looking forward. It sounds Harry Potter-ish. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And Danny,
1: you, got, you have your uh, radio voice I on today. I have my radio voice on today. I've got a little bit <laughs> of a cold, and that means my voice is in the basement. S-
2: so real quick, just for historic purposes, can you do your call sign that you once did yeah, back yeah, in yeah.
1: college days? We're coming to you live from the University of Wisconsin-Eau Claire, Wisconsin's most <laughs> beautiful campus.
0: Oh, I love it! <laughs> that is great. Yep. That is great. I don't remember what I don't remember what mine was when we were actually when I was just on the air in college, but doing radio speaking in high school. Uh, mm-hmm. My intro was I would do a cold open like I did before, you know, like three headlines, and I would say. Good morning. This is the WRSG Morning News, Sports and Weather, brought to you by Ronco and their product, Mister Microphone. Mister Microphone, because you have to do a commercial. I yeah, you those. have to do a commercial yeah. as part of the broadcast, and so mine was for Mister Microphone, and it always got a laugh. So,
2: yeah, and and I know we've all done this before, but mine was. This is the Jake G show on 88.3 the dog. The dog.
0: <laughs> the dog. Oh my. The dog. Yeah. The Dawn. not the oh, dog. Oh, the, the dog. No, 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 the dog. dog. No, 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 you're the dog. right. It was the dog. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. You're the dog. Fantastic. Yeah. That's great.
1: Well, so you're you're stuck with you're stuck with my uh we're stuck with my radio voice for this whole podcast. So I'll play it up.
0: No, it sounds All good. Right. <laughs> it does. We'll get letters. Yeah, we will. You know, let's keep Husky data going. So that's good. Give this
1: guy a cold every time you do a podcast.
0: (laughs) Right, right. So listen, we're going to dive in today. We're going to talk about some of our reflections from the past year on learning and what we are looking forward to in 2020 or what some of our learning resolutions are for 2020. I do need to mention uh, before we dive in that the last episode that we did, which was our show about the Mandalorian. So had no learning focused content really at all, except for the, you know, a couple of connections that we were trying to make uh to rationalize it. But uh it, like at least around our company, um took off, Amazingly went viral. Crazy. Went viral. I, I went to post a couple of videos on our internal uh, we call it the media exchange. It's kind of like our internal version of YouTube. And, uh, when I went to the homepage, I saw, Oh, trending learning geeks talk about the Mandalorian. And I was like, wow, I didn't know that the media exchange tailored what it put on that homepage for the viewer, assuming that it had just picked that for me. And then I clicked on it and no, it was trending across the company. And how many total hits have we had Dana?
1: It's over (laughs) (laughs) 10,000.
0: So Regardless of how much Star Wars content we ever put into a Learning Geeks episode, we are now going to put The Mandalorian or Baby Yoda into our title for each one, just to get eyeballs. Or on
1: the cover page, right, of the image. I was (laughs) going to say,
2: maybe on the image, I will do that for every single one. Just Just put Baby Yoda Just don't break
1: copyright laws.
2: Yes, that would be great. That
0: would be great.
1: So, um, <laughs> just put the Jake, just put the words baby Yoda. Just put the words baby Yoda. <laughs> yeah, I think that's yeah. all you need. That's right. Everyone's doing yeah. it.
0: But in that same spirit, uh, we do have a lot to talk about Star Wars related because this is uh, high holy week for those of us uh, in the Star oh, Wars yes. community. Uh, but we're gonna two save to that. Yep, two more days until the Rise <laughs> of Skywalker comes out. We're not gonna talk about that anymore until the end of the show because we know some of you, you know, just kind of endure the Star Wars stuff. So, you won't have to listen to it. You can listen to us, do the learning stuff, and then we will switch gears and talk about uh, Star Wars. And I'll try not to get emotional, Uh, but I can't guarantee it. Meanwhile, let's talk about uh, our last year in learning and the year ahead. And it is an auspicious year. It's 2019. So technically not the end of the decade, if you're going to be one of those people about it. But, you know, you think about it, it's the end of the teens and we're getting into the twenties now. So let's think about what we learned about learning, what our biggest reflections were in the last year. Jake, let's start with you. What, uh, what came up for you and your adventures and you had many so, of them this year.
2: Yeah, I know. And, and I think the one word that, uh, I could think of, of this entire year is just change. Um, It has (laughs) moving now. I moved again, right? And that was the second time in two years, which again, I do not recommend both from personally (laughs) as well as financially. It's not the best decision, but you know what? It actually, long-term it was. You're Um, happy now. So that's good. I am definitely happy, but yes, it it is. It was a lot of change. And then at the same time, I, I moved, I moved jobs, moved companies, um, and then again, it it, it it is all the change. It was a lot, but definitely one that I, I think so far at this by this end of the year, it is uh, it's been all good choices. Um, so, you know, when we were thinking about this, you know, before the show, one thing that popped in my mind, I was thinking about our 2018 show that we did very similar to this. And the two that I had that at least I can remember at the top of mind were um. One, I wanted to learn a little bit more about machine learning and AI. Um, Did I do that? Absolutely not. Um, (laughs) And the other, my other one was, can I navigate Disney? And, you know, with the strollers (laughs) and with the kids. And I do have to say, and I don't think I ever uh, said this yet in the show, we did our Disney trip as a family. And I took my mom and dad, plus my kids, my wife. And it was phenomenal. We had a fabulous time not one breakdown or meltdown at all. We not did the one scheduled. There. No, not one. It was that's amazing. It was one of the best trips. The kids continue. It's been, I think we left about a month ago. So it's been three weeks now since we've been back. And every day since then, they've been talking about how they would love to go back. And even my mom and dad are saying that too, It's it's so yeah. One of the better trips I think I've ever taken.
0: I'm sure um, that so. a few miles away from here in Malibu, Bob Iger is smiling, listening to <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah and, I and know. If, and if he is, uh, we can just say, "Hey, we are looking for a sponsor." And yeah, uh, Bob, that's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so no kidding, Mr. Especially Bob Iger. We'd be glad to have you.
2: We say Let's Disney enough sponsor. on this show, so you'd think so. But um, I mean,
1: we, we should get a dollar at least for every time we say. I think we I say know Disney. But Disney. anyway,
2: so um, when I really step back and think about what I what did I learn outside of the change and you know how to navigate Disney, um, from a learning perspective, one thing that I you know there was a huge learning curve for me because I was learning a new company, a new firm, right? And new changes of how I operate and even my role changed as well. Um, but one thing that kind of, I stopped and 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 really over the last couple of months, and this really isn't new for a lot of us uh, within learning, but there is such an important uh, piece to just being, having context And when I step back and think about what does that really mean, right? Because when we do these programs and, you know, at least in my role, I know other people that are listening, you may be an an e-learning designer, you may be a trainer, you may be a facilitator, whoever. Uh, In my role, I typically represent a lot of these, a lot of bigger programs, programs that are more in person and I do some um, e-learning as well. But most of the time I'm doing these in-person events that are very core, right? Bringing people together to do these core skills, things that we think can help them elevate to that next level. Um, And when we bring in, uh, you know, in larger the larger company you get, you have uh, people with different roles, different backgrounds. They require so much context um, for these core skills because it may just come across as something that is repetitive, something I've heard before, or something that they just can't see the connection. So, you know, that in itself, what I've really learned is the importance of having context and what we can do to set that up is, and we've had this discussion in a couple of podcasts previously, is around simplicity and the topic of, of essentialism, mm. right? Really bringing in what we think is core and important to people and then helping them as Smarter learners become smarter learners to add their own context, as well as to us, to support that contextual uh, contextualization to actually occur. And 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 I want to continue to push more of that next year, not only for myself but the people that I, I work with. And how can we do that more? How can we make things more? Um, you know, really give them the essentials, really make it simple. And again, simple to the point. Not that it's it's simple to learn. It's just. It's what they need to learn, and they themselves, with the contextualization, can make it become more effortful. Can make them figure out how to implement it into their real everyday life, how to get get that practice, um, so that way they can not only they can see the relevancy, but they can believe in it, um, and then they themselves are curious to how to advance and progress for for you know, how to actually elevate themselves to be better at whatever specific thing they're trying to learn. So anyway, that is really my my 2019 look back of of what I think I've kind of learned in the past year.
1: That's great. How about you, Dana? Yeah, I got a couple of fronts I want to talk about. First of all, I think uh, if we reflect on what we've accomplished on these podcasts, you know, a couple of years ago, when we started, we just kind of said, hey, we need to do this. we We've been saying that for a long time. We need to do this. And finally, we just said, let's just jump in and do it. so we we've been kind of refining things, and I'm sure we'll continue to refine. But we did some unique things this year. We did our first ever live recording down in Orlando, and uh, we you know got that was really well received. The you know, a lesson from that was, uh, you know, if you looked at all of the chords we had running every which way, I, I, I said on that <laughs> recording, and I'll say it again, we kind of had the, uh, the the audio patched together with spit wads and duct tape. And uh, it, it, that that goes along with another theme, and that is things like this don't have to be perfect. I mean, there were two other instances I can think of, one where I had po- pretty poor Wi-Fi. So I used the hotspot on my phone, and the audio was okay. You know, it wasn't perfect, but it was okay, and, and we went ahead. And then there was the other time where I just wasn't at all. So I recorded some audio ahead of time with some general questions, and then uh, <laughs> right, and then Jake <laughs> cut them in where he felt they were appropriate. And so it was like I was there, but I was. not And
2: I still cut them in every so often. <laughs> yeah, we learned a lot.
1: We learned a lot from that. Yeah. yeah so I need to be careful how, yeah, you know, what type of recordings this. Anyway, so you know, we learned some lessons there. I think we've honed in a little bit on the likes of our audience. Uh, the, the audience, our audience, tends to like it when we bring real problems and real practical things. Out, um, there's a segment that like the Star Wars. There's another segment that we've gotten a little pushback from, and so you know, one of the things we said is we'll we'll try to be clearer on labeling things uh, as after shows if if it's mostly Star Wars ish. We also gave out some merchandise, and now I know that we have uh, Learning we Geeks t-shirts being worn in California, and uh, Kristen wears hers in Idaho. I brought one back for her. Ah, uh, we got a couple in <laughs> Illinois, and Allison has hers in the Boston area, and Doug has his in D.C. and yeah. other places. So you know, out there we've got a lot of stickers stick- all over, stickers they're all over, mm-hmm. and uh, and then you already mentioned Bob that we've reached our first podcast with over ten thousand listens. So I think we've had a lot of fun milestones <laughs> on the podcast front, and we're going to be doing
2: another live podcast too. Right here in we are yeah why don't you why
1: don't you mention that Jake
2: yeah I'll mention that really quickly so uh, in about uh, two months or so um, in early February we're going to be at our in San Jose at the ATD Tech Knowledge Conference so if you have not yet signed up definitely worth checking it out Um, but yeah we're going to be doing a session for uh, very similar to what we did um, when we were at learning. Well, I wasn't there, but you guys were. But I was there. Right. so we'll the biggest it, right? the biggest
0: change this time is we'll have real Jake and
1: not Obi Wan Kenobi not stand Obi-Wan up Jake. Jake.
2: Yeah. We will, so we'll,
1: we
0: we'll all
2: three all three of us will be live in person. We won't need uh, quite a show. as much
1: duct tape, right? Right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. All right. So so uh, back on a couple of other learn insights. These are more uh, you know with my day job and and that is that the learning industry continues to be a fantastic place to grow a career. I mean, there's so many uh, so many needs out there to. Uh, provide high quality skill building experiences. And a lot of the work that I've done in the last several years has been on the science behind learning. And that continues to be an area of fascination for me, as well as an area of challenge, because there's a lot that we know that we're not very good at applying. And uh, so that, 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 to me, keeps me challenged. The other thing, and then I'll bounce it to you, Bob. And the other thing is that uh, over the this last year I've had many opportunities to share some of our research on learning in the future or something that we're not learning unlimited and the the way that it has been received and discussed and it it what it the message that I've gotten loud and clear is how important it is for us to develop the ability to look around corners as far as what's coming next and that's for a couple of reasons one is Learning professionals want to be on top of their game. They want to know what's coming so that they can prepare for it and not only prepare so they can better serve their learners, but also so that they can personally build the skills that they need in order to be effective uh, as learning professionals in the future. So those are just a couple of my reflections and, uh, and there you go, Bob, toss it to you. Cool. Well, you know, one of the things
0: I've learned on a personal front is just, being willing to take more chances and take more risks and put things out there. Uh, even if I'm not a hundred percent sure that it's going to be successful. Um, which, you know, it's funny because I, I mentioned that to people and they're like, it seems like you do that kind of stuff all the time. But, you know, it's not true. <laughs> I actually withhold a lot. Uh, and a lot of time I withhold. Uh, Bob, I but- was going
1: to say, I, I don't know if this is an example you're thinking, but you and I have worked together on building some some games and things this year. In particular, I'm thinking back to yeah. uh, some of the, the card games that I helped you do some pilot testing on. And those are pretty, you know, pretty simple. And you just kind of toss it out there and says, is this going to work? Is this not going to work? I don't know if that's what you're thinking, but, uh, you know, to me, that's one. That is exactly what I'm thinking. One one thing that I thought was really helpful for me to be a part of is to watch that that iterative process and the iterative process started in a pretty rudimentary form.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's true. And, you know, I think the sources for this learning for me are a couple of different things is one. Just trying to be more agile in terms of agile software development, agile, and uh, the notion of an MVP, right? Like put your minimum viable product out there and get feedback and make tweaks and that that's okay. It doesn't have to be perfect the first time around. And in a very similar form from the discipline of designing games, which is possibly the most, uh, you know, test and revise, test and revise, test and revise, uh, discipline that I've run into yet. And some of my friends who are, you know, who are world-class game designers learning from them, how many times they put ideas out there that just bombed, but that they learned from it and that they built it into the next one. So I've been trying to adopt that philosophy and, um, and be out there a little bit more. And one of the things that's led to is a reaffirmation of how powerful it is to, build fun and engagement into your learning products. So, you know, we know that engaging is one of our aspects of durable learning. It's something that's going to make the learning sink in better. But, um, you know, I, I went into this summer having transformed our big leadership development program from being centered on a very intense simulation to being centered on a tournament of learning games. And (laughs) I was very, very anxious that our most senior leaders in our company would be like games. Are you kidding me? Like I'm missing work for this. Uh, And they weren't Uh, you know, such great feedback that we got from that and great learning that we saw because they were having fun. They were engaged. um, They were relaxed and they didn't feel the pressure and they were able to try new things and, and, get ideas out there and get feedback on them and make pivots. So, you know, it all gets kind of meta there. But um, fun and learning has just been reaffirmed to me in this last year, how important that is. So some of those things that we're working on, whether it's games, whether it's a short form video for learning um, that, you know, has a, a fun angle to it. Some of the broadcasts that we've done where we try to bring in some banter and some fun, it's not just all, you know, strictly business focused, intense, super serious, uh, just not taking ourselves so seriously, uh, mm-hmm. gets you relaxed, gets you in the mood and gets you learning better. And so, um, so, so that was a good learning for me. It was a reaffirmation and a recommitment to something that I've always believed in. So that feels really, really good.
2: I mean, and to that point, Bob, like one thing. I totally hear you on that, like that lesson. I feel over the last couple of months, I've been trying to do that as well. Um, not only with just with agile, right. Of, of testing and iterating, but even the playful side. Um, I've uh, a team of mine, we've been, we've been putting together um, this game really, and it's target towards uh, our senior audience. And it was a little risky when mm-hmm. we, we thought of the idea conceptually and, as of right now, I cannot believe. I'm so amazed by the uh, reception that we're getting as we continue to to share out our tests or the iterative uh, development of it, um, and people are requesting that they want to be a part of the the tests going forward. And that is just so encouraging to That's see great. that. You know, and even when we had we had our initial conceptual tests, like in a room, we would grab people together and just to have them think of ideas. They went crazy. I mean, they were just coming up with ideas like. Left and right, but it just shows you that regardless of age, playful learning, design, gaming, all that stuff, it all comes in regardless how old you are.
1: Absolutely, you mean there's still hope for me? (laughs) Only when you have a cold, yeah, the old guy on the podcast. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that's great. Well, listen, I'm going to pivot now and pivot us into what we're looking forward to in the future and what our resolutions are, and I'll go really quickly. you know, I realize that we champion this idea of time away to learn and learning all the time. Uh, we also noticed with some of the work that Dana and I have been working on lately, um, kind of an attitude of people in our company that it's like, if you want me to learn something that I need to apply in the job, that has to occur during the solid work hours that I am working. And I don't want to learn anything outside of those. And While on one hand, I completely respect people's need to have time away from thinking from work and and family time and all that kind of stuff that's really important. There's a part of me that's like, really, you want to confine it to that box? Like, don't you want to be learning all the time? Don't we all want to be continuous learners where we're always taking things in? So I thought about that with a little bit of chastisement and then I looked in at myself and I'm like, yeah, but am I really doing that? Right. Like (laughs) how how am I spending my time? And so um, so my learning resolution going into this year is to read more. I've kind of fallen out of the habit of reading a lot. So I want to read more uh, more books that are going to help me with my work. And the follow up to that is once I've read them, I want to write about them more. So, um, you know, I I did once upon a time have a habit of daily blogging and that was a fantastic habit for me. I'm not sure if I can get back to the daily, but at least two or three times a week where I am writing what I'm learning about. Um, I've kind of relied on these podcasts as my channel to get my thoughts out there. But it's just not enough. I want to do that as well. So not backing off of the podcast, of course, but also writing, in mm-hmm. uh, in addition to that. So Jake, how about you? What are you thinking? Yeah,
2: it's funny. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. My goals are absolutely very similar, pops. <laughs> <laughs> like hey, uh, age before I mean, beauty, right? That's uh... no. So over, I mean, I, I can explain. So over the last year, right? Like I said, a lot of change. I spent the majority of my my uh, well three quarters of my year learning my new role, learning my new, sure. uh, the firm, right? And that in itself was very taxing and demanding, right? Um, so when it came to myself, I felt I lacked in that that space. And, you know, uh, for those that are listening and I, well, not everybody that knows this, but I mean, D- Dana, Bob and I were on the same team for quite a few years, right? We've worked together for years. So when I uh, transitioned and moved, um, you know, I was on a team that we were research and innovation. Your job is partially to to continue to learn and continue to advance your thinking. And I felt that personally, that that is a space I continually want to always be in, regardless of whatever my current position or title says. Um, so again, my 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 goal is to make more time for myself to to read and learn. And when I do say no meeting Fridays, which I have officially started. I, I use that time for that and not just during the day, but also, I mean, I think I, I like to think that I, I take what's around me and, and learn all the time and I try to do that as much as possible, but really dedicate more time, I think, for myself for that. Um, and then at the same time, I want to uh, do more exploration. I think that's where the research and innovation side of me, where I used to love, um, I'm bringing it back and I'm, I'm, I'm working on ways, um, you know, internally for, for us of, how can we bring that spirit and that uh, the 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 spirit of exploration and curiosity and research and innovation and bring it in a way where we can not only advance our personal thinking and you know learn at the same time but also eventually do something good for the long term, right? Think more strategically. So, anyway, those are those are some of my big uh, learning goals. I think throughout the year. So, again, very
0: similar. How about you, Dana? Are You going to follow up with a third, or do you have different resolutions <laughs> in twenty twenty?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm going to mix it up a little bit. Not, not little <laughs> good. Lot, but, good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, on the personal side, I want to explore a new part of the world. I haven't figured out which part of the world that's going to be yet. But uh, this last year, uh, you may recall, Julie and I spent some time in Italy, and that was fantastic. Um, but on the work front uh, and learning front, I'm going to take several more master classes. I'm in the middle of Bob Iger's and Ken Burns',
0: and mm-hmm. I have a list
1: hmm. of probably six or seven that are on my, you know, on my first pass list, and you know they continue to add courses to that. So um, I want to take so I'm, I'm looking at the way that they're structured and the way that they present. And so I'm using it not only to learn new content, but also to kind of evaluate the approach that they're taking. So that's one thing. Um, another thing is uh, I, I want to continue to help our company's um, employees learn how to leverage the, the science behind learning. And so that mm-hmm. means I need to continue to explore what that means and, and in, deepen my own understanding of it. And uh, and then figure out you know how can we leverage these principles to help our people learn how to learn, and we leverage these principles and concepts to help our uh, design and development community better uh, take advantage of these things. I mean, I, I keep going back to one of the pieces of our research where one of our MIT colleagues said that um, you know, we know less than half of what there is to learn about how the brain learns. And then that was quickly followed up with a comment of, we know a lot about how the brain learns, but we are not very good at applying it yet. And I think in that, there's there's yeah. a lot of opportunity for learning professionals. And uh, so that's part of where my passion is going to be this year.
0: That's super exciting. And I think with all three of our goals, uh, that's going to lead to this podcast being richer. Yay! I think so. I, I agree. I, I always like you,
2: like you, Bob, I use this as a channel. Mm-hmm right. To, to test my thinking, right. Or, um, you know, get something out there, right. To help me strengthen my learning. But yeah, I feel like this, not only this, but I do want to get in writing back in writing too. I, I was never at every day like you were, Bob, but that was another channel and I, and I love doing it, um, as well as videos, but I've kind of gotten away from videos, but I still miss the writing.
0: We miss the videos. Maybe we, we should bring them I know. All back. Maybe I know. We should bring them all back. Hey, we said that we were going to talk about Star Wars at the end of this. I have a feeling we probably have more to talk about. So we'll break that off as an after show, Jake. I I think so. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we'll wrap this up. Um, If you don't listen to the after show, uh, hey, have a great end of the year. We're glad that you are with us on this learning journey. Uh, Hope that you stay tuned in, stay in touch with us. We really appreciate you listening and uh, hope you have a fantastic new year. And whatever holidays you may be celebrating at the end of the year, have happy ones. So from Bob and Dana and Jake, thanks for listening and we'll see you next year. Thanks, everybody. Right.
1: Thanks, everybody. Take care.